Hey everybody, it's Cheyenne here. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you've decided to join me for the Barefoot Blonde podcast. Uh, Today we're doing episode one of the rebranded podcast, obviously, um, and it is titled The Wellness Way. So what exactly is wellness? The first thing people often think of when they hear the word wellness is working out and eating healthy foods. I know that's definitely what I thought before um, I went into mental health. While that is a part of finding wellness, there's actually so much more to it than that. Summertime is bathing suit time, we all know, which typically means many people in panic trying to lose weight super fast so they can enjoy the sun at the beach or the pool. This might be you. So I thought, what better time to do a series on the multiple facets of wellness than in the dead of summer when people might be looking for some guidance and direction? I wanted it to be different than the normal drink water, eat healthy, go to the gym series that we've all heard a million times before. I want to ask the questions, what does it mean to live whole and well? What is optimal health? How can I address my body, mind, and spirit? What do I prioritize and when? All those fancy words coaches and clinicians use to gain clientele can often leave people feeling confused and uncertain of how to progress forward. What does optimal health even mean? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, And I've had many people DM me questions like that because they'll see it on our websites or our social media. So um, this is what I love about integrative life coaching is we address all these things, but we address them in a practical way that makes it easier to understand and apply to your everyday life. So with that, I wanted to take today to dive into what living well actually means and how it works in your life practically. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so there is actually a psychology of wellness, which many people don't know. Funnily enough, a lot of people in medicine only get a course of psychology in their education. Nurses actually have more experience in psychology, which I found incredibly fascinating. Um, I went to a school where nursing is the top program in the school, and um, I learned, wow, they actually like have a lot of experience in psychology, which actually isn't typical for um like the typical medical degree. That being said, one thing I fell in love with about psychology was the holistic approach it took to medicine. And by holistic, before you, you know, turn, pull out your earbuds and turn the podcast off, by holistic, I mean it looks at all aspects of the human being. Not everybody does this. Um, Mental health professionals specifically must take into account not only the mind, but also their patient or client's physical well-being, as well as their personal belief systems, all before we can even begin to diagnose or treat that patient. We have to take all of that into account because it all can play a role in their mind, of course. Um, An important name to know for today is psychologist Abraham Maslow. In many ways, Maslow built the concept of wellness. Not medicine, that's a different thing there, but wellness. Whole wellness. In 1962, he wrote a book called um, Toward the Psychology of Being. And in this book, he discussed the principles of self-actualization, which sounds today like modern behavioral medicine. Um, And before I continue, little disclaimer, I'm not 
totally fond of all the old psychologists. Mental health, as we all know, has a deep, dark, scary past um, with many theories that I do not wholeheartedly agree with, um, especially being a Christian believer. However, many of the principles led to what we now consider reputable research and theory. Self-actualization. We hear that word a lot, but what is it? It is centered around the fact that we have an inner nature. It's the core of who we are. Uh, Maslow believed if we encourage this inner nature, we will be happy, productive members of society. But if we suppress this inner nature, he believed it leads to sickness. Obviously, this is not a bulletproof theory, but it sets us up for examining the idea of whole human wellness, health of body, mind, and spirit. Over time, other medical and mental health researchers began to see the importance of addressing all aspects of an individual to best improve their quality of life. In research published by medical doctor John Travis, the idea of an illness-wellness continuum was presented. Um, Take a minute, think of this visual for a moment, okay? A rectangle with an arrow at each end. In the middle, you have the neutral point with no discernible wellness or illness. A lot of people tend to exist here, kind of apathetic in life or harboring no desire to improve their quality of life. They're like, why? I'm living fine now. Why do I need to change anything? They wake up, go to work, come home, cook dinner with no thought of what they're eating, watch some TV, go to bed, do it all over again. No thought to job promotions, possibly working out, choosing what foods or products they're putting on or in their bodies. Absolutely no focus on the quality of the future they are creating for themselves. Now, heading towards the left arrow, you have signs as a small box. Um, Like, the small box is labeled signs, I'm sorry. (laughs) And then there's a medium-sized box going further towards the left arrow labeled symptoms. And then a large box further towards the arrow labeled disability. These lead all the way to the left arrow, arrow, (laughs) which represents a pre-high mature death. Now, um, let's go back to the neutral point. We're going to recenter ourselves to the neutral point. Moving towards the right area is a small circle of awareness and then a medium circle of education and finally a large circle for growth, leading us to the right arrow of high-level wellness. A typical treatment paradigm would start by looking at the disability or if one doesn't fully occur yet, addressing the signs and symptoms. So we start on the left of the paradigm and then the clinician makes their patients aware of the issues in hopes of moving towards the next step, which is education. Many patients sadly lack the motivation to move past that first step of awareness, and we're lucky even if they even care to be aware. It requires too many lifestyle changes typically to go beyond just being aware of what something is. Um, Okay, so if you're aware of a gluten intolerance, you need to be gluten-free or less gluten in your diet. That's a huge lifestyle change many people don't want to take. So they just put a Band-Aid on it, get a medicine to help them with their, their symptoms, and move on and never address the issue of them being gluten intolerant. Maybe that can be reversed. Maybe that can be changed. They don't know. Um, they're lucky to even be aware of the issue. A lot of people just don't care to take that next step. My job as a coach is to help them see the value in not only being aware, but daring to educate themselves and hopefully move towards growth in those areas. 
people get stuck in life. It happens to all of us at one point or another, and I'm sure you can think of a time. Maybe it's even right now for you. The cool things about mental health professionals is we are trained to not only walk you through this paradigm from the left arrow all the way to the right arrow, but to also come alongside you, giving you the tools to motivate, encourage, and educate you along the way. And that's my favorite part of the job, seeing clients go from lives of apathy to lives with direction. That's what's most rewarding to me. That being said, let's address the practical, applicable part of this podcast. So Maslow created a hierarchy of needs. He believed that these needs motivate our behavior and when not met, we see a rise in psychopathology and neurosis. Um, These needs are presented in a triangle or pyramid, all leading towards the top point being an achievement of true self-actualization or whole wellness, whole body wellness. The needs begin at the base of the pyramid with physiological needs, including survival, hunger, and thirst, basic needs, right? We then move up to safety needs. A human must feel security and protection in their life. If this is lacking, we do often take extreme measures to secure that false sense of safety and protection. And this leads to social needs, the next tier up, finding a sense of belonging or love. How many stupid things do we do on a daily basis for that guy or that girl, right? How many times have we lost ourselves trying to make friends with that specific person? Um, These are the ways that we try to fill that need for ourselves. And then getting close to the top, we end with esteem needs, including self-esteem, recognition, and status. Very simple example, every movie ever of that guy going for that huge job promotion and then becoming such a jerk. Yeah, prime example of someone trying to fill this need. Now, as a Christian, I know that the world cannot fill these needs. Only Christ can. And you probably just rolled your eyes because we've all heard that a million times. And trust me, I've been there too. I know I can't fill these needs, but I want to because sometimes it feels like God's not doing anything. And that is when God is teaching me patience. So I don't know what lesson he's trying to teach you, but maybe just have an open mind to sit in that for a second. Um, But when we as humans don't feel these needs are being fulfilled, we must turn to him and rest in the fact that he is enough for us. And that's what's cool about being a Christian is we get to rely on God and not on ourselves and the fickle nature of others to fill these needs. And that is what is so cool. Now, I'm going to steal a line from a book I read in graduate school by renowned lecturer Leo Biscalia is how I say it. I butcher names all the time, so I'm not sure that's right. But the line is this. It's important to be a human being instead of a human doing. One more time. It's important to be a human being instead of a human doing. Again, we go through life just doing what we have to to get by. We reach that point of self-actual we should reach that point of self-actualization of full wellness to where we can dare to dream, to where we can take the time to invest in the things we love and enjoy. Don't let life simply be working to fill a need. Enjoy life a bit. Explore some passions or hobbies. Take a moment to take in the moment and just be. Just be. So let me end with this. Life is about balance, but balance doesn't mean everything completely being equaled out and life getting boring, mundane, and monotonous. Many people believe you either have to choose between safety or growth. Growth often comes of moment in danger or adversity, right? But 
People believe it's better to be safe and minimize the dangers, avoid the challenges and the pain, hold on to that status quo so your life always feels balanced and calm and serene. And I challenge my clients as a coach to say no to this. A balanced life is not doing the same thing every day. A balanced life, a life of wellness, is a life where some days you're doing what needs to be done to fit those needs and or to fill those needs and to feel safe and secure in life it offers you a sense of calm and peace right but living a balanced life also means not being afraid to go the extra mile confront the pain and take the risk have some adventure eat that cheeseburger that saturday or have that slice of cake at that party skip the gym for a movie on occasion that's okay Many moments of the most growth for us is in those times of the unknown, in the moments of that minor chaos. You just, you don't want every day to be an unknown chaotic mess, obviously, right? But if your base is solid and good to achieve full wellness and truly enjoy life, allow the risks, the pain, and the adventures to be your motivation to not just do life, but to live it. Go live your life. So that wraps up today's episode. Please tune in next Tuesday and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast streaming on Spotify, iTunes podcasts, and the website CheyenneBeats.com. You can find me on my personal Instagram at CheyenneBeats and the podcast Instagram Barefoot Blonde Podcast. Leaving you with some sunshine and pixie dust, a little joy, and a little magic. This is Coach Cheyenne. Now go live your bold and balanced life. <laughs>